Hello, hello, it's good to see you all. Um, I'm going to talk about prayer today. You know, there's a famous Christian hymn titled, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, that was written by Joseph Scriven in 1855. Joseph was engaged to be married twice, and both of his fiancés died, uh, the first one because of an accident and the second one because of pneumonia. And he, along with his mother, were deeply grieving, and he was so concerned for his mother that he wrote this as a poem and uh, to comfort her. So I'm going to read the words to it because it, it uh, especially when you know the story behind it, it gives you just so much insight into this song. It's what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. And uh, what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. So as we read uh, this poem that became a, a famous hymn of the church, we can see how important it is when we're full of trials and temptations and troubles and sorrow and grieving. We just need to go before the Lord and take it to him because he's, he's uh, sufficient to take care of our troubles. Prayer is a two-way communication with God. God wants to do more than just listen to our prayers and answer them. He wants us to listen to him. He wants to have a two-way relationship with you. He wants us to talk to him, and he wants to talk to us. He wants us to listen to him, and he wants to listen to us. Isn't that wonderful? Prayer can really be neglected in our lives because we uh, get too busy, or we don't think it's important, or sometimes we don't pray just because we don't feel like we know how to. But prayer is so important. It's so important because it it uh, keeps us in true communication with God. And praying can also uh, give us direction and joy and strength and wisdom and help for our lives and, and comfort. And prayer can change things. It can change you. It can change the circumstances in your life. It can change your family and the world around you. And prayer can accomplish the will of God on this earth. And you know, God has put us in charge of, of accomplishing his will on this earth. And prayer is one of the ways that we do this. You know, I'm going to share some things about prayer from the Bible. And I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures. But that's where we learn about God and about prayer and about the things of God is through the word of God. So uh, the first thing I want you to know is that God hears you when you pray. In 1 John, the fifth chapter, the 14th verse, 1 John 5, 14, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have all that we ask of him. Isn't that awesome? And 1 Peter 3.12. 1 
For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against all those who do evil. So we see from these two scriptures that the Lord is listening and he hears us and he's attentive to us when we pray. The next thing, the first thing is God hears us when we pray. The next thing is that God answers prayer. So we not only know that he hears us, but he also answers us. In Jeremiah 33, verse 2, Jeremiah 33, 2, it says, This is what the Lord says, He who made the earth, the Lord who formed it and established it. The Lord is his name. So it's making really clear who's talking here. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Isn't that awesome? So God's telling us if we call to him, he's going to fill us full of wisdom and, and, and we're going to learn things that we didn't know before. In John 15, 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be open. So God is just telling us over and over and over again to pray, to ask, to believe, and we'll receive those things we ask for in prayer. Matthew 7, verse 7, it says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory that you may bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. So we can see here that uh, Jesus even considers us getting answered prayer part of bearing fruit for his kingdom and showing that we're disciples. And prayer is also part of a Christian's responsibilities. God's will on this earth is brought about by prayer and his will in your life is brought about by prayer. In 1 Thessalonians 5.16, it says, Be joyful always, pray continually. So we're commanded to pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So a lot of times we, we you know, say, Oh, I wonder what God wants me to do. I wonder what God's will is for my life. I wonder what you know, steps I should take, what God wants for me. Well, it says right here, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Those are three things that are God's will for your life. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And the fourth thing is prayer cultivates a relationship with God. Just like spending time with another person cultivates a relationship and we want to cultivate that relationship. And it's not hard. It's just think about talking to your best friend or a dear relative uh, just face to face. You just talk to the Lord that way. Just tell him how you feel. Um, you don't have to put on any pretensions because he already knows how you feel. And tell them those things that you need and, and desire. In James 4 verse 8, it says, Come close to God and he will come close to you. And I think that's one of the most precious promises in the whole Bible. When we come close to God, he will come close to us. And number six, or number five, is effective prayer requires that the kingdom of God is your top priority. And I think this is a, a place that uh, we all have a little problem with. You know, God 
you know, in these next verses um, is showing you a really important key to answered prayer. Um, a lot of times we think we can pray uh, for a Lamborghini or, you know, uh, a luxury this or a luxury that or, or that this would, you know, that we get this thing or get that thing. But God, a key to answered prayer is having the kingdom of God as our top priority. Uh, Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And what is God's kingdom? It's uh, getting souls saved. Bringing the lost to Christ is what God's kingdom is all about. And so when you're praying, uh, think about are your top priorities seeing that will of God be accomplished on this earth? A good example might be if you live in a subdivision and the house next to you is up for sale. Are you praying that, you know, you want a Christian family to move in there so you can have it all all nice and wonderful and cozy in your neighborhood? Or are you praying for a family to move in that you can really help and minister to and share the gospel with? That would be an example of whether you're seeking God's kingdom first. In James 4, verse 2, it says, you do not have because you do not ask. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So sometimes people, sometimes we all have had prayers that aren't answered. And one of the reasons they're not answered is because we ask just to spend on our own, on our own pleasures. So we need to be seeking God's kingdom first when we pray. Are we praying that our relatives know Christ? Are we praying that uh, for good things, are we praying to just spend things on our own pleasure? And that's that's a really important key to having your prayers answered. We have to look at things the way God looks at them and see things in the light of eternity. That's the most important thing at all. And then Jesus himself taught us how to pray. The disciples asked, Jesus to show them how to pray. And so he did in Matthew 6, verse 9. This is called the Lord's Prayer. It says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven. So first of all, when we pray, when we're praying uh, for something, we're to pray to the Father in heaven. We can talk to Jesus. We can worship Jesus. We can communicate with Jesus. We can love on Jesus. But when we have a request, we need to go to the Heavenly Father, and that's what Jesus told us to do. We're to go to the Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus. So our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So when we pray, worship should always be involved in it. Go before the Lord and say, Lord, you are holy, you are wonderful. I praise you and I worship you. And in verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Can you see how seeking first the kingdom of God comes into prayer? How uh, having the right motives comes into prayer? Your kingdom come. We want God's kingdom to be accomplished on this earth. Your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Verse 11, give us today our daily bread. So we're to ask the Lord for our needs and we're to believe that he will supply them and he promises that he will take good care of us. 
verse 12, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. You know, God wants us to forgive, walk in forgiveness. And that's an important part of, of uh, getting prayers answered is to be uh, loving and kind toward people and forgiving them and realizing that we can forgive people because God has forgiven us. And verse 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. To me, this verse just shows that we know that we're fallible, that we have weaknesses, and that we depend upon the Lord to help us and strengthen us and to avoid any temptation that comes our way. So I encourage you today to talk to God, to fellowship with him, to share your heart with him, to pray for his will to be done on the earth and be thankful and worship him. And I trust this has been helpful to you, um, to encourage you to talk to the Lord, to speak to the Lord, to be with the Lord, to pray continually. Uh, you can be uh, aware of God's presence every moment in your life and be talking to him just under your breath or, or with your with your spirits speaking to him. So I just encourage you to do that. So if you don't know Jesus and you've never uh, prayed, you've never thought about these things before, I just encourage you to uh, turn your life over to the Lord. He loves you so much and uh, he wants to forgive you of your sins. He wants to give you a new life. And let me just pray with you right now. Father, I come before you in Jesus name and I just ask you to show me more about Jesus. I would like, uh, I ask you now to forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins and I ask for your forgiveness and I desire to know you more. I trust in you, Lord, as, as uh, Jesus is my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you've prayed that for the first time, if, if you if you're, want to know more about the Lord, if you desire to know more about Jesus, we just ask you to call us at the number that we have below or check out our website or Facebook page. We have lots of information on uh, starting new life with Jesus Christ, and we would love to send you a Bible. So just give us your information and we will. So we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.